Hey everyone, welcome to Aftertaste, and we're continuing our series here on the Halloween Roundtable, and we're taking it down to a little bit of a kitty level, and we're going to talk about Nightmare Before Christmas. Once again, I am joined by Emma. Emma, you excited to talk about some Tim Burton? Heck yes! Yes! The musical tunes of Emma. And then Chelsea, you excited to talk about, uh, you know, that tall, stickly man that kind of looks like <laughs> Slender Man a little bit? Yes. And, uh... The really unhealthy relationship between him and uh, and a woman broken to pieces. Right? Rag doll, essentially, right? She's a rag doll. She's a living yeah. rag doll. Yeah, she's just stuffed with leaves. <laughs> I just went to Disneyland and I never saw the tragedy in this, but at the end of the ride, it goes down to where you know, all the talking heads are and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just him there with his uh with his uh bag of toys and. And just her sitting on a gravestone looking at him from a distance. It's like, that's so depressing. What an awful relationship that they had. Um, yeah, Sally just stalks him until he's like, oh, wait, you're hot. Like, wow. And then they're fine together, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how Disney works. That's, was there, did they do a second one? No, thank goodness. No, they just, no. okay. Good. I mean, what? Uh, I don't no, know. Maybe they, they have babies or something. How? Neither of them have organs. They they are both dead. Also, you have to expend like expend the. Yeah, you know what? You're bit. right. Yeah, it's just gotta let that go fly past. But um, no, they uh, they made several uh, appearances in the Kingdom Hearts games. But other than yeah. that, I think I mean, that's it. It's our. It's the tablecloth that we're with right now. It's great. Yeah, this movie in this whole franchise, I can't even call it franchise, but this whole IP is so iconic and it created like a movie. It created like a freaking store, right? Like Hot Topic was basically built off the brand of like emo bands and Jack Skellington. Yeah. Um, And you see it throughout the Disneyland parks. It's very, very popular. Most people watch this for Halloween and they watch it for Christmas as well. Um, what's your favorite part of this movie? It doesn't have to be a scene, but it could be something about it that just resonates with you. I think uh, the biggest thing for me is the soundtrack. I still have the a CD copy of it, you know, in my room that's like mm-hmm. scratched to bits. And I just <laughs> love it so so much. Yeah. All the skips kind of just like add to the horror yeah. gothicness of it. Yeah, that's why I was very. I still kind of am, but I remember when they re-released the soundtrack in 2009 and they had all mm-hmm. those covers. I won't listen. I won't What's do the same? it. I feel the same way about it. I, I listen to that. There's only one on it that I think is any good, and that's like Fiona Apple's version of Sally's song, but that's about it. Okay. And I'm only saying that because I'm prejudiced because I want a song for altos to sing. <laughs> Fiona Apple has a very sad way about her voice, though. So I know. I think yeah. she fits perfectly. Perfect. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I mean, the other version, they had Amy Lee, where it's like, yeah, she's, she's definitely the probably one of the more well-known mm-hmm. goth peoples yeah, but she's on the scene. Operatic. Yeah, the thing, and though. it's just like it, her voice is is very pretty, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but you hear Fiona Apple who has been through some shit singing <laughs> this song and there's this amazing cello line behind it. It's just like this sounds really really dark. I like this Sally. <laughs> yeah, it really did start just a it's got its own style mm-hmm. uh the gothic style came to the mainstream mostly through like certain like bands you know back in the 80s and 90s but it also this was a big part of it this was more than just music this was entertainment of a different genre that people could correlate with mm-hmm. whereas people that were listening to some of this gothic music back in the day were a certain age you now have kids growing up with this gothic cartoon which really really brought it more to the mainstream i mm-hmm. would say for the better and for worse. Um, 
What's your favorite character in this in the whole whole thing? It's uh, gonna be Jack. Jack, yeah, yeah. Jack. <laughs> he is kind of the focus of almost every scene. Yeah. He is, but I'm a big fan of the like the twins. They were fun. <laughs> um, Oogie Boogie, he's oh, he's my guy. He's a great villain. Oogie Boogie, man. I love yeah. Because he's like he's he can get so cruel, but he's also just the biggest coward as well. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh well, plan isn't working. Um, um, look over there, and he, exactly. he, you know, he'd be the one that would just like do the look over there and run away. And I think that's why I, I feel like I'm a lot like the Oogie Boogie. <laughs> 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 um, when plans aren't working. Oh yeah, I just what's that? What's that over there? Um, I'm a big fan of villains. I do have that darker, the darker feel to them. A very, very underrated film that I've talked about a lot in the past is Princess and the Frog. I was a big fan. Facilier oh, was amazing. Big fan. And Again, a, yes. a great. Yes. Plotter, but absolute coward. And oh yeah, I felt when, like that when it comes down to the end, yeah, he was just cowering in a corner, and all these things were coming for him. No, it's like it was like yeah. you don't break this little idol. Are you, are you fucking stupid? And then it's like, you know what? We're fine. We're cool. That's one of my favorite uh, uh, villain songs too. Friends, Friends on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. On the other side. Yeah. Love that. I, I don't want to transition too far into this the Princess and the Frog film, mm-hmm. but you guys should go watch Princess and the Frog. That's one of those non-mainstream Disney movies that gets missed out quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Spend some time listening to the dulcet tones of Keith David. <laughs> yeah, Keith David. Uh, alligator playing the saxophone, which trumpet. is Trumpet. It was a trumpet, wasn't it? Uh, Cornet, I don't know. It. I don't know. <laughs> it was a brass. It was one of those He things. had fun. He had fun, for sure. Um, I don't really have much to say about this besides, I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> I uh, for all these other movies I kind of outlined in my head what we're gonna talk about, but I haven't rewatched this one in like two years, so I'm trying oh. to go off of that. Um, so when it comes to Nightmare Before Christmas, do you consider this more of a Halloween movie or a Christmas movie? Ooh. Okay, so for me, this is an absolute bias because Halloween is my favorite holiday. So to me, it's more of a Halloween movie. Do you like Christmas? <laughs> no, I love Christmas. Are you? Okay? It's are like you, you one of them. Am I, I a Grinch? Sh- Maybe. <laughs> Wow, all right. Uh, no, I no, I absolutely love Christmas. There's so much I do. It's just, I love Halloween. It no. might be a reason why we all love Jack so much, too, when we're little kids. Because it's like, heck yeah, I love Christmas. And I love Halloween. <laughs> it's a great Santa Claus. This guy gets me. <laughs> Real question. Yeah. 2001's Drew Car- uh, Jim Carrey, uh, the Grinch, or the old animated <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> You don't bring him here. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know back when that movie came out in 2000, it was the highest grossing film of the year? I know. It came out on my birthday and yeah, I hated it. Um, that was just a fun fact for me. <laughs> it was wild. It was wild. Oh, it's weird because so many people liked it. Like so, There were people that liked it, yeah. but then people that actually thought about it. It was like, what is this nightmare fuel that just it's- came out of this? <laughs> it ruined many people's Christmases. And so. people think that like... With Nightmare Before Christmas, it's like, it literally has Nightmare in there. We can't let our kids watch this. It's like, but everyone's so cute. It's like, like, this isn't anywhere near as terrifying as Jim Carrey in a giant green suit with a beer belly walking around pantsless. And an onion just greasy everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I don't know why I brought that up. Maybe (laughs) I'm searching for content. Either way. Um, so when it comes to this movie, I do see it as more of a Halloween movie for sure. Emma, do you think it's more of a Halloween movie? Or? I think it is because by the end of it, um, no one really learns anything, no. which, you know, Christmas movies are kind of the biggest, that's their thing. Like there's a big moral of it yeah. where it's like, we can give and we can share. And Santa's like, get the fuck off my holiday. <laughs> oh. 
But yeah, there was no winner at the but, end. But you know, he he still gives Halloween Town like the gift of snow, which is kind of nice. So then they're like, "Do what is all this?" And then they can have fun. They can play in it. It's all good. But yeah, it's it's a Halloween movie because it's mostly just there for shock appeal, um, aesthetic, and you know. Now we finally get some Halloween carols out there, which is pretty fun. Which is really it's fun, a it's yeah. a it's That's a true. fun concept to have there. It's like Halloween carols. We can do this. I just always thought that the the, uh, the town would just be really cold because mm. they're mostly just skin and bones. And yeah. the, you know, the what? ice would just bring sadness to them more than anything. Well, I mean, they can't feel they're dead. That's one person's opinion. <laughs> um, no, no, but I mean, I I honestly think my favorite thing in this movie is um that that final confrontation between Jack and Oogie, who you haven't seen interact for like the entire movie. Yeah, it's slight misses. Jack not only just like lets him flip over the table and he's just lounging there like he's been there for like a Bond villain mm-hmm. and just straight up murders the villain. Yeah. <laughs> Cold, calculated, dodging everything. There's no like, oh no, what if the bad guy's too powerful like Jafar and Aladdin <laughs> yeah, and stuff no, like that. Yeah, no peril. What like are that. they going to do? It's like, there's no peril. You don't mess with the pumpkin king. <laughs> he knows what to do. And now he's just going to rip your burlap skin off and let Santa have the final blow with the final bug. And that's real friendship. Exactly. So That's the true meaning of and Christmas. on that, we're going to end on this, uh, this episode of The Roundtable. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we hope you guys have a happy Halloween. Chelsea, thanks for joining us. Emma, thanks for joining us once thanks. again. And we will either see you next time or this will be the last one. We'll see. All right. Bye.